Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is June 22nd, 2021. The time is about 11.30 a.m. Reddy and MPC does conduct Zoom conferences every single day. For those people who are listening to this in the podcast, radio, and other media, you can check our timings at rnlawgroup.com. For those people in the meeting, if you want to ask any question, please raise your hand. You'll be announced with your name to ask the question. Hi, Rahul. Uh, I'm Spanna. Thank you for taking this call. Uh, so my question is... Uh, my H4 is until August 14th and my I-94 is still August 24th and my H4 EAD is also until August 24th. So can I work till August 24th or till August 14th, like the 10 day? No, you can't because you technically you didn't got the H4 approval yet though. And that extra 10 days, they are not supposed to give the EAD though. That's what we advise people who are on the H-1B. You can stay in the country, but you cannot work. Um, so, you know, you should not work those 10 days. Okay. So, but uh, my I-485 EAD is also pending. Um, okay. I'm a primary applicant. Uh, I've mm-hmm. applied on the 30th. So mm-hmm. I did expedite request on that and they have rejected it. Uh, though I said my status is expiring uh, soon. Uh, saying, but they acknowledge that my situation is serious, and but then I have not provided them enough uh, evidence support. I got, that I, I got the point. I have no secret formula to get the EAD expedited right now. If there is anything you know it better that's working, I will do, implement it with all the three hundred thousand people who are trying to do it. Okay, so until what time do you want? Suggest would you do wait until I can apply? Go back, go back on my H one. So I, I, st- I can still go back on H1 with my and what is your, When is your H, uh, H4 expiring? August is right? August 14th. I mean, it's, it's up to you. If you want to file a H1B, transfer it to the H1B, you can. Will it interrupt your adjustment of status? No, absolutely not. I mean, the only thing is I have to spend some $10,000 on that. That's the point. That's why yeah, I, I just want to... It may be worth it. It may be worth it. May be worth it. Um, it's up to you if you, yeah, I mean, I don't know who's spending, you're not supposed to spend the company, but yeah, it may be worth for it though, because um, I don't want to be living at the edge of a knife though. I really don't. And you're come to this stage of your life uh, where I wouldn't mind spending. I mean, I wouldn't mind. I mean, I hope it doesn't cost you. It's not legal for it cost, but whoever it costs though, it's probably might be worth because who knows whether your EAD is going to come in by August or not. So I would be willing to, you know, extend myself to provide you. One final question. So the interfiling medical report with 485 pending, can I do it right now or should I wait until my dates become current, which is probably you. You can, next month? You can do it. And then I will send you a link. Gayatri will give you a link for you to help to guide you the interfiling. Next person, please. Dave. 
Dev. Yeah, hi Rahul. Um, yes, sir. Yeah, my question is, so I have applied my EB3 downgrade, uh, you know, along with I140 and for it, I mean, EAD on October, and I did not mm -hmm. hear anything yet. Uh, my priority date is November 2013, and now the situation is I have a, a new opportunity that I kind of wanted to interest in pursuing it. So I'm just wondering, like, what are my options? I mean, if I take that, did you did I, you did you say that your I140 is still pending, or is it approved? Yes. It's, it's still pending. I would not move. Did you try to do premium processing or you did not? No, I did not. Do you recommend me doing that? Yes, what were you doing? All these I just years. got the opportunity. Sorry. No, I just got the opportunity like you know, a couple of days and back. I tell, so every, I I tell everybody to do it way trying. before this instant though. I tell everybody to do it before. I don't know why people don't, but that's what you okay. will pay for it right now. Okay, so there is no negative side of it in doing now, so I can still do it. Yeah, and, you can do uh, it, but don't, um, don't, don't, I don't leave the company without I-140 getting approved. Okay. Once you get the I-140 approved, I don't see any problem in you leaving. Absolutely, I don't see any problem. Do I have to stay for six months or that's not bad? That's not no, true. you don't have to pay, uh, stay for six months after the I-140 is approved. You can leave next day. You have no problem with it. You have to stay six months after filing the 485, which you already crossed. So you're good to go. Thanks. Next person, please. Okay, sure. So I'll do I'll do the premium. And let's see. Thank you. GK. Hi, Rahul. Good morning. Uh, my question is, I have a regular uh, H-1B and a concurrent H-1B. Uh, mm -hmm. My regular one is uh, approved before my concurrent was approved, which is valid mm -hmm. till next year, April. But mm -hmm. my concurrent, which was approved later date, but it's valid only till October this year. So what would be my actual validity in respect to USCIS terms? Uh, it's uh, The concurrent one is only valid until October. Are you going to extend it or are you not going to extend it? Uh, I don't have plan to extend. So can I still wait uh, until... April to file for extension on my regular one, or will I be out of status after October? No, you will not be out of status after the October. The, because the main thing is still there. You're in good shape. You don't, you don't have to, you will not be out of status. The last action rule is not applicable in this case. Okay, great. Thank you, sir. Sayed Sheikh. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Uh, my question is, uh, you know, my H-1B visa is expiring on uh, 7 July. So my company will be filing my H-1B extension for in this, uh, uh, in next two, three days. But, uh, you know, I've got an uh, uh, offer from another company, but my current company, you know, they will file H-1B extension in normal processing. So the new company will start filing my H-1B uh, extension probably in uh, July 15th or July 20th. So mm -hmm. uh, is it fine to, uh, means is, is it, how will I, the USICS know that uh, he had filed one uh, uh, H-1B extension and it, he's staying valid in the country because I might not get the approval for that uh, current H-1B extension. So when is your H-1B expiring right now? On 7th July. When are you going to file for this transfer of the status, the company to different status? Uh, may, maybe in July 20th or uh, July 10th. 
Yeah, then you have to provide them the receipt notice that you received it from this company though. Because if you're filing a H-1B transfer with company B, you have to show that you are maintaining the status. To show that you are maintaining the legal status, you have to show all the way to July 20th, which you don't have it. So you have to provide the receipt notice. There is another problem that pops up though. If you move to company B, there is a chance company A might withdraw the H1B, that will create a problem for you. So it's strategically much better that either you file it before July 5th, or you wait until the H1B with the company, uh, with your extension company is approved. Okay, okay, but uh, but uh, um, uh, once they file it, the, the transfer process, the company B files it on July 20, on July 10th or something like that. And they do the premium processing and they get approval. Then I can resign from my current company and tell them, okay, I'm leaving. So then there'll be no problem, correct? Right. Right, you're right. That's right. You can do that. Okay, okay. and and the uh, uh, one more question is uh, related to the uh, I-140. Uh, you know, if I my current I-140 is approved, but uh, it is not six months. So before six months, if I leave my company and they revoke my I-140, so will I lose the priority date and everything, and I will not get the next extension? You're right. If they withdraw it, you won't get anything. So it's strategically not a good decision for you to move out until six months after the I-140 has been approved. Now, I told a different story to the other gentleman, okay? I told a okay. different story to the other gentleman. Now that's different and this is different. Your I-140 has never been approved for more than six months. So it's different. That guy is moving under the adjustment of status. So there are two different scenarios. In your case, you will be screwed up if you leave after the I-140 is approved within 180 days. Don't do that. Okay, thanks. Thanks, Raul, for your valuable comments. Thanks for conducting this call. Next person. Sorry, guys, sometimes I use bad words, uh, but, you know, I get very emotional. Next person, please. Anu? Hi, sir. So, actually, when we applied H1, um, it was with a different client, and my role was tester. And after my H1 approval, I changed client and I moved my role to a developer, but we do not file an amendment because it's still working from home opportunity. So now I'm requesting my employer to start processing the GC. And is it mandatory to do an amendment with the new client to start the process of GC? First thing is that you are working before from home and you're working now from home. The end client change, is that the correct statement that you made? Um, so you don't need an amendment if you move from one, uh, you're working from the same MSA and you said previously you were a software person, now you're a software person. I don't see much difference why you need an amendment of H1B. I can't hear you, ma'am. I can't hear you. Gayatri, can you hear her? No, Rahul. Anu? Okay. I'm trying to, yeah. yeah, I'm trying to unmute and it's not happening. So yeah, so to start the GC processing, we still don't have to file an amendment, right? You don't need amendment at all. Okay. It doesn't matter if the clients changed or the rules changed because uh, when we are first applying- Wait, 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 wait. Clients change. What did the rules change? From tester to developer. 
it's see i don't think so it's all the same according to me it's all right. software how you do it and all those things according to me it did not but if you keep insisting that it changed from different thing then you will be considered to be illegal in this country okay because they are supposed to if the rules have significantly changed you're supposed to amend before the rule changes and if you keep insisting that it's changed then i will have to declare you illegal mm okay now you tell me what it is next person please thank you megha jain hey, hi rahul uh, thank you for giving me an opportunity to ask a question uh my question is about uh, this do i need to be in us when my i140 is getting approved and the second question is do i need to be in us for 180 days after my i140 is being approved uh no no yeah. none of them both the answers are no you can be in india you can be in mars you can be in moon when the i140 is approved and you can stay in any of those places while it's been 180 days has been passed uh-huh and because i think my my uh, the problem here with uh, with me is my priority day is second second uh, april of 21 and i am getting max out on uh, my 6 year max out is second december of this year so i am mm-hmm. pretty close to you know max out and my companies you know just as a backup plan trying to send me to canada while this processing is going on good so plan. just good to- plan good plan you can be in canada you can get an i140 approval you can stay there for 6 months absolutely no problem one little thing though leave one week before the 6 years though okay just for me there are some interpretations i call them misinterpretations why argue with them just leave one week before me for, for me okay okay thank you so much rahul and thank you for conducting this call next person please vrinda uh good afternoon sir uh so um, my question is uh, i applied for uh, uh, ios uh, i485 aos in october biometrics done ead is not still uh, you know arrived so meanwhile my h1 is getting expired on uh, july 14th 2021 so mm-hmm. uh, and my current job is uh, you know is almost like you know they're downsizing the team so it's i, I will be laid off end of june so i'm i'm what about your i140 it's approved uh, long back okay so um uh, the only question is uh, now i'm i have few things a few jobs in pipeline but the process is really slow my only question is if my h1 gets expired before it is transferred to a new employer will i be legally out of status if the h1b is expired before what uh, i'm planning to transfer it uh, to another employer because my current employment yeah. is being closed mm-hmm. so um, since my aos is pending will i be if the h1 expires will i be legally out of status in this country h1 expires would you be filing the h1b extension uh, transfer or not Yeah, they're trying to file, but the process is taking some time. You didn't answer the question to me. Should I consider the transfer has been filed or not? Not yet. Not yet. No. Should it? Would it be filed before July or not? That is what I'm trying to do it uh, because so I don't. So there are two. Two. Either way, even if you file a change of employer, 
or if you don't file a change of employer, you will be considered to be in legal status even if your EAD is not approved. Okay. But here is my problem with you. If you don't, if your EAD is not approved yet, is right? Uh, not yet. I, just the biometrics is done. Yeah. So if the EAD is not approved, how are you going to work? That's my main problem. And if there is a gap in employment, there is another question that raises it, that you must have a continuous job offer for you all along for you to get the green card. There will be a break of job opportunity for you. And that may become a problem for you to get the green card. That's the reason I've been insisting upon you whether or not you're going to file a H-1B transfer before July or not. Now, if the EAD is approved, the things are a little bit different. If the EAD is not approved, that is going to poke your problem. Okay. Okay. So, so to be uh, safe, uh, it's better to get a transfer it. as soon as possible. That's right now. Okay. Next person. Thank you. Venkat K. Hi. Hi, Rahul Garu. Venkat here. Uh, my current position is working from home uh, with my current employer, and uh, so they are uh, they started the perm process. They are going to do the uh, job location as North Carolina. So is that a problem, or as I am working from home since the beginning of uh, my employment with the current employer? So what they're telling, what you're telling me is the location of the job will be in North Carolina in the Palm Labor Certification. Mm -hmm. And I'm working from Texas location. Absolutely, that's not a problem. Green card is a quite different scenario though. Is it a consulting company or is it a permanent company? This one is. It's a product-based company. It's not a consulting company. Perfect. They're doing perfectly all right. That's the only way to document. They have to test the market though. They can't test the market where you are and your friend in Hawaii that is working for the same company and one friend in Alaska working for the same company. They can't keep testing the market. Their documentation in Carolina is the absolutely the best thing that they're doing. No doubt in it, you're doing good. But in case if I moved from Texas to some North Carolina or Denver somewhere in the uh, in a year or two, Okay. Their job opportunity is the one that is getting you the green card. If as long as the job opportunity is there in that particular state, even if you are, let's say, for example, the state is scary, North Carolina. Okay. Now you are in Texas. Now then oh, your wife says, yike, I don't like Texas. It's too hot. Let's go to Hawaii. You go live in Hawaii. Then you should, no, oh, it's too hot. Let me go to uh, uh, Alaska you still are working from home and you have the job opportunity in Kerry, North Carolina, you're going to still get the green card. Okay. 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 And another thing is, uh, uh, right now my position is senior software engineer and uh, I'm anticipating uh, my position change to application architect, uh, considering 90% of job duties are very similar. So that's fine. You, you don't, I don't see any difficulty. I don't see any difficulty. It depends on the company. If you don't, I don't, and the company doesn't, everything is good. But if anybody sees a difficulty, then it is a difficulty. Remember the other girl who was telling, she's saying duties have changed. I'm saying it's not. Then I have to declare her illegal. Yeah. Okay. But your company seems to be fine. Next person, please. Thank you. Purna. 
Hey Rahul, thanks for taking my question. So my question is regarding I-94. Uh, currently, I am on H-1B and my wife is on H-4 dependent. So she recently went to India and she, she is planning to travel back sometime in July. Do you have any uh, but, kids born in USA? Yep. yep. So I have okay. a US-born kid. So due to closure of consulate, she could not go for stamping. So she's planning to come back with a previous employer visa. Like I have my previous employer visa stamping till August 1st. Well, so you mean to say she has a H4 visa stamped yes. until August 1st? August 1st, yes. Well, there and is I'll, only previous employer. There is no previous husband. So she can still I'll, come in absolutely no problem with it. Yeah. But yeah, my question is like, uh, what would be the I-94 she'll be getting at port of entry? August 2021. So even even if I have, uh, I mean, with my current employer, I have I-797 till... Yeah, uh, they won't give it. They won't give it. Once she comes okay. here, you file a H-4 extension, okay? Oh, okay. That, that is the only option or, I mean... I what mean, other I, options you have? I mean, I heard like, you know, we can go to Sentry office and we can get that is one option. And also... Some people so, said like we we can we can get it approved via email to CBP e? office. I have no no don't know. I know people who said that from Australia. The guy sent an email, and mm -hmm. they said he got a green card. I don't know how that worked, but maybe that for him. But not I don't know of those things. Okay. 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 Next person, please. Thank you. It is in her. Hi. Um, my father has an EB two for May twenty eleven that just became current for final action. Um, but he went to India in December 2019 for H&B stamping. Um, and it's been under administrative processing for 18 months. He interviewed for H4 in January 2021. That's also under administrative processing for six months. We contacted all of our representatives at Rokana, Diane Feinstein um, to help with that, but not, no progress has been made. And we want him to return ASAP so he can file his 485. And we are also applying for transfer of consular processing, so maybe he can get his green card in India. Um, so I have a few questions about that. Um, uh, first is there, there's nothing wrong in filing a consular processing immediately called I-824. It won't harm him. Yeah. Here is a problem with Diane Feinstein or whoever you might have got the help. When it has been there for 18 months or six months on H-4, here is a problem with that is that these people always tell us that it's a security. We can't release that information because of the security. So what we normally do is that we file a federal court case and then we tell the USCIS, let's compromise, show the security threat to the judge, federally appointed judge by the president of United States of America, confirmed by the Senate of United States of America. Why don't you show that thing to that guy? Guess what they will do? They will not show it to that guy because there is no security threat. There's just some random, let's say, for example, the guy's name is Murali, M-U-R-A-L-I. That may get into trouble because A-L-I comes in there. There is no security threat. There are so many people who have. So it may be worth for your dad to consider filing a court case. Um, I think he filed one last March or May. And what happened? That I'm not too sure. I, okay, go ahead. Um, Keep going with the question. I will definitely ask him about that. Um, so how long does he have to file adjustment of status? It just got 
a final action like two like this past few days ago um he has up to one year to file the 482 application okay. but if he files something called i824 that okay. time will be extended for a lot of time i would say at least two years and how long does that take to process the i824 might take approximately two years for him to get the green card in india okay 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 and um i've read it takes a year to transfer to consular processing processing um, year to year to transfer to the consular processing person year to process the papers to get the consular processing approved okay okay is there any way to expedite the transfer i would rather want to expedite his visa h4 visa rather than getting these expedited though okay is there can you reapply for an h4 even uh, though cuz it's a different administration now i don't know even though the previous ones are still under it may be it may be worth yeah we draw the application out and reapply it but the question is right now it's seriously backlog the appointments though i would definitely want to put more emphasis on the court case okay okay um, next per- sorry uh so you said it was i824 that you need mm-hmm. to yes the company needs to file i824 okay and it takes about 2 years okay got it okay. thank you thank you next person please komal um hey rahul sorry i am facing some issue uh, on the video connecting i just saw your message my question is so uh, last year in may 2020 we filed h4 based on my husband because my f1 was supposed to expire in june 2020 we did not get any update until unless um, this april when they requested for the biometric meanwhile in october i got my h1 so i was working in my h1 uh in april 2020 uh, sorry 21 i got so, the bio- so wait 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 mm-hmm. ma'am in mm-hmm. july your f1 was expiring correct my and in in october uh-huh. you got the h1b approval uh-huh not approval actually um it was a kind of maybe a re lottery scenario and my lottery my application got selected in september in the lottery that's what the update i got from employer but did you got the h1b approval with the i94 or not correct i got h1b approval with i94 because they applied in premium processing so my h1 start date is 1st october 2020 mm-hmm. okay and meanwhile during f1 to h1 um, i should not be out of status so for a safer side my husband initiated h4 it's perfect correct now what happened i started working on h1 uh, meanwhile in april 21 two months back we received a notice for the biometrics of h4 mm-hmm. we were under impression that if we don't go let's, for the bio- let's uh, okay you don't go for biometrics i didn't go for the biometrics even my husband requested their employee like Get not to the point but- quickly get the answer and then you go to the explanation later on please so you got right. the h4 approval is right exactly i now today i got h4 approval so and uh, before i got h4 approval let's say 8th, 8th of june 21 we filed the withdrawal of the h4 but 11th june 21 they approved so, so, my h4 so, so one simple question you want to get back to h1b's right exactly fly to mexico and come back it's called automatic revalidation i will try to put you in the link you may ask a question i don't have the h1b visa stamped in the passport i already know that it's called okay. automatic revalidation okay 
okay and one more question sorry in this scenario when we have requested for the withdrawal two days just two days two or three working days before the approval can they consider can usas consider that withdrawal and can they withdraw my right action? now right now you just uh -huh. want to be an h1b's right that is correct but i don't with that i do not want to be out of status right now i'm on h4 you are not you are not out okay. of status ma'am you're not okay. out of status gayatri can you put this one to um, to her, to everybody yeah you okay. you're not out of status you're in legal status just go mm -hmm. outside the country to mexico or canada and come back on the h1 because the last action rule works and then you will be considered to be uh, you if you cannot work on h1b if you go to mexico and come back you're in mm -hmm. good shape right right but the usas the, the only uh, the, uh, question i have is the withdrawal can they because we why are you worried about uh -huh. whether or okay. not i have a shoe polish or not okay why okay. are you worried i you just, just want, want to not want to be out of state <laughs> no you're not out of status okay. you want okay. to be working in legal status you can't work right now you go right. to mexico and come back you can work now whether yeah. or not what they do with the h4 do hell with them right 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 okay Got and it? in between if employer is ready to file change of status from h4 why, to h1 why why do you want to spend all that money on lawyers why don't you just go with your husband have a nice tequila and come back <laughs> i have a small baby so that's the reason we do not want to travel actually that makes sense that makes sense yeah, yeah. yeah but still traveling and coming back will be much better because okay. if you change the status to h1 what if they say h4 has been withdrawn then you are doomed you see the yeah. problem yeah 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 that's true still traveling to mexico and coming back is better have mm -hmm. your uh, husband babysit and then you go and come back next okay. person please Thank i'll you. take the last two callers guys it's about 12 o'clock rajesh hi rahul uh, i just have one question uh, maybe two questions uh, how late can i i485 be filed after priority date becomes current technically it's supposed to be filed within one year after the final action date is current so actually my date is 2011 march 1st but in 2015 i changed my employer uh, no that's if you change the employer that rule doesn't work they applied like this year and it's okay. in the wage stage so that's is fine. it a, so once you once you get the labor certification approval even if it takes 2 years or 3 years you can file the 485 because i changed the employer that's right if you let's say for example you're working with coca cola company you have the i140 approval and if the priority date become current and you're still did not file a 485 with coca cola you can't file it after one year but if you move to pepsi it's a different story now because pepsi never had it you can still file even if the priority date with coca cola has become current you're fine you can file after 2 or 3 years or 10 or 20 years so my date my priority date will not be gone no it will not be gone yeah okay next person please thank you very much sir sj sj i can't hear you sj can you hear maybe, me gayatri maybe can you hear me now yes we can okay so my stamping got expired in 2019 now i've got my approval what got expired Uh, my stamping h1 stamping okay. so it was my first stamping so 
but expired and now i've got approval to 2023 so can i go to canada and get stamping will dropbox apply for me or no did you got the stamping in canada or did you get the stamping in no. india india no, you're not eligible for dropbox in canada for sure okay. but can and you go to canada for uh, stamping yes you can okay and so do i need to fill form 160 to see DS the available 160. slots in canada that's uh, right you can but here is a problem with canada though they are giving the least preference to the third country nationals all the consulates are seriously backlogged and they give preference to their own country nationals their own local consulate country nationals though so you are at the bottom of the food chain and they keep canceling the visas though okay. so let's say if you get an appointment in september don't be under the assumption that oh i'm going to go to september they're going to give a red carpet to me give the visa no that doesn't work they're canceling very frequently so the appointment cancellation right that's right okay another question is like my wife she applied for h4 last year july and she got approved for h4 uh, april end but ead is still pending with texas center so is there a way to expedite it or like we just wait and watch no there is nothing i can do to expedite it okay. let me tell you one thing a lot of people contact expedited if anybody finds a secret way that can get it done with an easy um, please let me know i'll do the same things okay, okay. what is your so, what is your priority date uh, my priority date is 2018 april 2018 so i put it correct i'm sorry uh, is it eb2 eb3 eb2 you may want to downgrade the application make it ready just in case if it becomes current oh, really okay because yeah. i recently filed my i filed my transfer probably like a year ago but i started my pump process with the new company ah, okay. it, it is going through your company only so probably i'll reach out to samantha samantha is the one handling the case so yeah but if it's going with the labor certification with our company we can't uh-huh. downgrade with your previous company though okay okay i'll try I'll try to reach out to them and see what can be done. Yeah. No, we cannot do downgrade if you if we are representing company B. You got mm-hmm. an I-140 approval with company A. We can't downgrade it. You see the point? We are not representing okay. company A. Okay. So strategically, it may be good for you if you can approach company A to see if it goes current. Can I join you guys back? you may want to strategize that while you're doing this process you should try because what if it becomes current in october because ours will not be ready and there we call in hindi in our hyderabadi language you'll be na garka na gatka okay yeah. thank you guys for coming in the next uh, don't forget that we do have a youtube and facebook live every tuesday from 5 to 6 and we do answer live questions there thank you guys thank you Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.